Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here, and I hear a lot of people say that they have imposter syndrome. Uh, I've probably had 75 one-to-one calls in the last 10 days to two weeks, and a lot of people are labelling themselves, I have imposter syndrome. Uh, And I don't think it's a thing. And I think we need to be very careful of these labels that we put on ourselves um, because I think we can end up manifesting a a reality that isn't a reality. It's a fear. And then it becomes a reality. So um, I'm going to give you a few tips in this video around what imposter syndrome isn't. So if you've ever felt, felt this imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough. I'm not credible enough. I can't do this. Other people are better than me, blah, 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 blah. I would just say to you, first thing is, don't label it imposter syndrome. Simply just say that you are new on your journey. So if I went into a martial arts class as a beginner and I had a white belt, I'm not an imposter. Because if you think about what an imposter is, an imposter is someone who shouldn't be there. I shouldn't be in this martial arts class. Well, yes, I should. I've paid the money. So I deserve to be here. I've got just as much right as the fifth Dan Black Belt. I have. So when you call yourself an imposter, you're saying to yourself, I shouldn't be here. But remember this. Every winner was once a beginner. Every master was once a disaster. So who says you shouldn't be there? If you want to start and scale a business in a new passion or profession, um, and you've got a message you want to get out to the masses, Who says you shouldn't do that? Oh, well, you know, there's lots of people doing it. There's bigger influencers doing it. It's going to take you years to get any good at it. Um, You haven't got any experience. Well, that's like saying that no one can be a beginner. No one has the right to start. So I would change it in your mind. If you ever start to label yourself uh, imposter syndrome, just start saying, I'm new to this. Now, by the way, Um, Most people love new things. So give me a yes in the comments if you like new things, if you like variety. Um, You know, I don't know, maybe you like new business ideas. You like coming up with new ideas. You like new clothes. You like new experiences in life, etc. So here's the thing. When you are new in the thing, when you are the beginner, not yet the winner, um, that should be one of the most exciting times. So if I rewind my business career back to 2007, Jan 2007, Mark and I set up Progressive Property and I was full of excitement, hope, dreams. Of course, I was blissfully naive. Of course I was. But that was one of our most exciting years we've ever had. This year, by the way, Um, our our turnover, our profit, the state of our business empire 
is almost as good as it's ever been. Well, the profit is better than it's ever been. Yet it's been one of my hardest years ever. So if you've been in anything long enough, you'll probably have had that experience too, where you've had some hard years. You've had some ebbs and flows, some highs and lows, some cycles, etc. Um, so you look back with nostalgia. You look back with nostalgia. You go, oh, do you remember the first year? Oh, we had not a care in the world. We had no overhead. We were dreamers. We were so naive. If someone had come to me and said, oh, it's going to be hard. If I'd have known um, then what I know now, no way would I have even started. You hear people say all this stuff. So instead of going, I'm an imposter, say this is new, this is exciting, I'm full of hopes and dreams and discovery. Now, a lot of people worry that they don't yet have the credibility. You know, maybe they want to be a mentor, a trainer, a coach, maybe they're starting a new business and they haven't been doing it that long. So, of course, if you get into property and you run a training business um, and, you know, you're making out that you can teach people to buy a cathedral and convert it into a 58,000 room HMO, of course, that's not credible. So when you start your business or go to the next level of your business, just be clear on who your client is, you know, your ideal client profile, your ICP or your um, demographic. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anythings. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So if you've just got into property and you've bought your first buy to let, then you are credible to say to people, I can teach you how to buy your first buy to let without mistakes from, you know, the mistakes that I made or how to buy your first investment property in 30 or 60 days. And you're credible to do that because you've done it. So I think sometimes imposter syndrome comes through one, just a general lack of personal self-worth and believing in themselves, of course. Two, it comes in comparing themselves to others. But you know what? When you've got your first five properties, you'll wish you had 10, then 20, then 50, then 100. Mark and I own hundreds that we own and co-own. Um, but someone who's mentored me had 6,000 buy-to-let flats. He ended up selling them all and becoming a billionaire. So if I compare myself to him, of course, that this 
imposter syndrome could creep in. But they say, don't they, comparison is the thief of joy. Well, me comparing myself to someone who's got 6,000 buy-to-let flats, that's only going to make me feel insignificant about what I am. But in reality, that doesn't change what I am. If I've bought hundreds and I own and co-own and manage hundreds, then surely that's really good. Now, as, not, as long as I'm not teaching people to buy 6,000 flats because I don't have 6,000 and they're a level below me, so you can always train, coach, inspire, mentor, or create products and services for people who are not quite yet at your level. You only need to be a level or two above them. But when you compare yourself to the people who've been in the industry 10, 20 years, then of course you feel insignificant and that's where you get your imposter syndrome from. Now look, this imposter syndrome thing is a bit of a a complicated one. It can bite you on the arse sometimes because it comes from comparing yourself to others more credible. It comes from feeling not good enough yourself. It comes from the feeling of being found out or being exposed or someone criticizing you or someone challenging you and you not being able to answer or serve or solve. So something else that will help is it's okay to say I don't know. It's okay to say, do you know what? I'm not sure my product or service is right for you. I think you need someone with a bit more experience. And when you make it okay for yourself to say, hey, look, you know, you're probably a level above me. I'd go and speak to these guys. Then you give yourself permission to be yourself. And then the thing is, to say you have imposter syndrome is to say you're not comfortable with being yourself. Now, surely what we're all searching for in life is to be comfortable with ourselves. And here's the thing, you can't be an imposter of you. That's impossible, you are who you are. You've done what you've done. Now here's the next thing, if you're looking for credibility, maybe you're starting a new business, you know, you're moving into a new career, or um, maybe you're going up a level, because by the way, this will manifest as you go up a level. Like if you went and sat in a room full of billionaires, and you had 43 pence in your bank account, then you could very much label yourself an imposter. You could argue, how did you get in that room? I want to be an imposter. Why would you not want to be in that instance? Um, But yeah, comparing yourselves to others, not feeling worthy enough, not honoring who you are. Now, remember, in your life, you've done stuff. You've experienced stuff. You've had pain and struggle and hardship. You've made mistakes, probably. I certainly have. Uh, You have probably figured some stuff out. Uh, You've got transmutable experience. You may have got a degree. You may have done stuff 20 or 30 years ago that you've completely forgotten and you're not honoring about yourself. And when it comes to putting yourself out, your product, your service, your company, out there with volition, um, not arrogance, but volition, um, remember who you are. Remember what you've done. Remember how many people you've helped. Remember all those Um, things you did 10, 15, 20 years ago. And all of that comes, well, when all of that comes through your product, your service, your mentoring, training and coaching, you're no longer a newbie. You know, you bring something to the table. And the reason it's impossible to be an imposter on who you are is because no one is better than you at being you. Flaws and failings and all, you are the best version of being you. Now, when Mark and I started in property training, we probably had, I don't know, a couple of dozen buy-to-lets. Did we have the most properties out of all the guys running training? No. But we brought a youth, an enthusiasm, an energy, 
a disruption. That was all the way through our brand, our visuals, our logo, our clothes, our communication style. And I suppose back then, what we did was we were prepared to be ourselves and therefore a bit different and not worry so much that we didn't have a thousand properties because, like I said, every winner was once a beginner and every master was once a disaster. Adam said, I look like a Jedi. I wish I acted like a Jedi. Uh, this is the reason I am wearing that. Well, actually, it's been raining, but yeah, look at that. I actually look like a monk. If I get the camera at the wrong angle, I look like a monk. Um, it's been raining. That's what it really is. It's been raining. I'm not vain, I promise. So I just want you to know there's no such fucking thing as imposter syndrome. It does not exist. Do not label yourself it. it, is, it all imposter syndrome feelings are, are useful feedback for you to check in that you are being yourself in your product and your service and you are being true to yourself. You're not under or subordinating yourself down or overinflating or aggrandizing yourself up. And all emotions, that is what they're there to do, to give you feedback, either reward or um, you know, pain and warning, survival or reward emotions. So if you start going, I uh, 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 shouldn't be here, shouldn't be here, I'm an imposter, blah, blah, blah. Go, okay, what do I need to remember about my life that I've done? Okay, how much more clear do I need to get on my ideal client profile and just make sure that I'm one step ahead of them at least? And then those imposter feelings go away. You feel more sure and more confident about who you are. When you feel sure and confident about who you are, what do you do? You attract a lot more clients. When you attract a lot more clients and you give them more value, how do you feel? You feel um, you get this virtuous cycle of even more self-worth because I believe that self-worth is linked to the value that you create. So if you are useful, if you give utility and equity, etc then I believe that's one of the greatest increases of your self-worth because we're an interdependent species. You know, we, we, we live in communities, not in isolation. So yeah, there's some things to think about. There is no such thing as imposter syndrome. It does not exist. Do not label yourself it. It's a bit like when you say, oh, I'm a failure. No, 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 no. No one is a failure. You may have failed, but you may have only failed based on your unrealistic expectation or so someone else's expectation of you. So in fact, that's just a failure by someone else's perception. So remember, you are not a failure, you just failed, or you're on the learning path, or you're not at yet the level of mastery you want to be at. Be really fucking careful with these labels you put on yourself, because they can hurt you, they can hurt you bad. And especially, do not let other people put the labels on you. People will project upon you, they will tell you, you are this, you are that, you are the other. No, you're not. That is just their perception of you projected onto you through their filters, of which they've probably got some secondary benefit gain or ulterior motives and goals for projecting that onto you. You've got to protect yourself from all that. I don't like labels because I think you manifest the very thing you don't want to be by putting a label on it. And it might be nice for books, you know, or, or to be able to call something something. It might make sense of it. But in reality, it's not reality. Thanks for tuning in. I love you all. Just a quick impromptu video. Um, I really appreciate you following my work, by the way. Uh, and I'll see you soon. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.